obesity drug Wagovi was found to lower cardiovascular risk by 20% in a large clinical trial. U.S. senators pushed the IRS to investigate nonprofit hospitals. And Babylon Health's plan to go private falls through. It's Wednesday, August 9th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The results of a recent large-scale clinical trial show that the obesity medication Wagovi greatly reduced cardiovascular risk among people who took the drug. The results were announced by Wagovi's manufacturer, Novo Nordisk, on Tuesday. The select trial enrolled more than 17,000 adults aged 45 years or older who were either overweight or obese and had an established cardiovascular disease but who did not have a prior history of diabetes. The double-blind trial compared a once-weekly injection of Wagovi to a placebo over a period of up to five years and across 41 countries. The study found that Wagovi demonstrated a statistically significant reduction in major adverse cardiovascular events by 20 percent in people treated with the drug versus those who received a placebo. These events include cardiovascular death, non-fatal myocardial infarction, and non-fatal stroke. Novo Nordisk said that it expects to file for regulatory approvals for a label indication expansion for the drug in the United States and the European Union sometime this year. Wagovi is Novo Nordisk's brand name semaglutide drug for weight loss. Ozempic is the brand name of its semaglutide drug used to treat diabetes. Like Wagovi, Ozempic is administered once a week via a subcutaneous injection. However, Wagovi is a higher dosage of the drug at 2.4 milligrams compared to Ozempic, which varies from half of a milligram to two milligrams. The Food and Drug Administration first approved Wagovi for chronic weight management in July 2021 for adults who were overweight or obese with at least one weight-related condition, such as high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, or high cholesterol. It remains to be seen if and how Medicare and other health insurers may cover the drug in the future in light of the trial results. Currently, Medicare does not cover weight loss drugs, and health insurers typically don't, as they're seen more as lifestyle drugs rather than medically necessary treatments. These treatments are also expensive. Wagovi's list price per year is more than $16,000 without insurance. Even if payers were to cover the drugs, there's no guarantee that consumers would reap their potential benefits. A recent large-scale study published in JAMA Network Open last month found that only around 65% of privately insured adults with type 2 diabetes and heart failure adhered to their prescribed regimen of similar drugs like Ozempic and Eli Lilly's Trulicity. Nearly 42% of adults in the United States have obesity, and nearly 20% of adolescents and children have the disease. A bipartisan group of U.S. senators are asking federal regulators to investigate nonprofit hospitals to ensure they're providing community care in line with the requirements of their tax exempt status. This news was first reported by STAT. 
A joint letter was sent to the IRS Commissioner and the Tax Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration on Monday by Democratic Senators Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts and Raphael Warnock of Georgia, as well as Republican Senators Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, who is also a physician. The Senators wrote that under IRS rules, nonprofit hospitals that receive tax-exempt status are required to provide free or discounted care to low-income patients. They asked the agencies to investigate what they allege are certain nonprofit hospitals taking advantage of what they describe as an overly broad definition of community benefit and wrote that these hospitals may engage in practices that are not in the best interest of patients. They also wrote that lax federal oversight may have contributed to, they allege, some hospitals not providing essential care to people in the community they say need it the most. The senator cited a 2020 study that found that that tax exemptions across federal, state, and local governments were worth more than $28 billion. They also pointed to case studies that found that some hospitals charged low-income patients full price for care that should have been free or discounted, or engaged in aggressive tactics to pressure low-income patients to pay for services that should have been free. Around 57% of adults in the United States whose annual household income is below $40,000 per year have medical debt, typically stemming from emergency care or hospitalizations. According to an analysis from the healthcare think tank KFF, charity care costs represented around 1.4% or less of operating expenses at half of all hospitals in 2020, with the level of charity care varying substantially across facilities. Of the more than 5,000 community hospitals in the United States, nearly 3,000 have nonprofit status, according to the American Hospital Association. London, England-based Babylon Health will not move forward on its plan to go private with MindMaze, according to an announcement from the company on Monday. Babylon first announced that it would combine with the Swiss digital neurotherapeutics company on June 23rd. That announcement was an update from an earlier deal with London-based investment manager Albacore Capital Group, which said it would take Babylon private in mid-May, as well as provide $34.5 million in additional funding. No specific details were provided as to why the merger with MindMaze fell through. There were no additional updates from either MindMaze or Albacore as of Tuesday. In Monday's release, Babylon said it is now exploring new strategic alternatives to find the best outcome for its United Kingdom-based business, including selling its business to a third party in order to maintain its day-to-day operations. The company also announced that it's exiting the United States market and will transition its U.S members to other providers. It's still pursuing the sale of its Northern California-based independent practice association Meritage Medical Network and 1800 Physician Network. That sale was first announced last October. If Babylon cannot secure additional funding or reach a divestment deal, it said it will have to pursue bankruptcy protection. According to the release, any third-party sale will have to be cleared by Albacore based on debt agreements, and sale proceeds aren't expected to exceed Babylon's debt to Albacore. The company said as a result, any transaction will not provide a payment to its Class A shareholders or any other equity instrument holders. 
Babylon, an artificial intelligence-enabled virtual diagnosis and telehealth company, first expanded in the United States in 2020 and went public via a SPAC deal in October 2021. And its stock price reached an all-time high of around $272 per share shortly after. Since then, its stock price has significantly declined, trading at around $0.02 per share at yesterday's market close. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.